The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This is A to Z Healing Toolbox, tips and tools for navigating grief and trauma. I am your host, Susan Hannafin McNabb, social worker, educator, and author of the five-time award-winning guidebook, A to Z Healing Toolbox, a practical guide for navigating grief and trauma with intention. Together on this podcast, we will discover 26 powerful action-based tools and resources that will counter the negative effects of grief and trauma while assisting us in increased healing of the mind, body, and spirit. In each podcast episode, we will hear from inspirational guest experts in the fields of traumatic loss and bereavement, medical practitioners, mental health therapists, best-selling authors, spiritual leaders, nonprofit founders, and everyday individuals who are learning to live in the light despite profound darkness. Thank you for joining me. A to Z tips and tools are yours to integrate on your personal road to healing. Healing Tool I, Imagery. Logic will get you from A to B. Imagination will take you everywhere by Albert Einstein. Welcome everyone to another edition of A to Z Healing Toolbox podcast, where we discuss tips and tools for navigating the grief and trauma experience. Today, I am so excited to welcome our guest, Bella Ruth Knapperstack. She has had such an influence on my life. And in fact, this is the first time I'm going to see her in person on video, of course. Um, Bella Ruth is a psychotherapist, researcher, and author of numerous books, including the book I found very early in my trauma experience called Invisible Heroes survivors of trauma and how they heal. Belaruth is also one of the world's leading experts in guided imagery. Her publications and vast audio collection on health journeys, healthjourneys.com, have been distributed nationwide by the Red Cross, the Veterans Administration, rape crisis centers, domestic violence shelters, schools, health clinics, and hospitals. Guided imagery has assisted millions of people, including me and possibly you, in continuing to heal both emotionally, physically, and psychologically. Now, I'll tell you when I found Bella Ruth's book, Survivors of Trauma and How They Heal, Invisible Heroes, I went and bought some of her guided imagery on her website, Health Journeys. And every night I would put my son to bed and soak in a bathtub full of lavender Epsom salt and just listen to the guided imagery that Bella Ruth had. And I couldn't quite understand how this was working for me, but over time there were massive changes. Um, I listened, I cried, I listened, I cried all while soaking in that bathtub. And I realized and did a little research on the power of guided imagery, which is really, as Bella Ruth says, a form of deliberate, directed daydreaming. 
a purposeful use of the imagination using words and phrases designed to evoke rich multi-sensory fantasy and memory in order to create a deeply immersive, receptive mind state that is ideal for catalyzing desired changes in the mind, body, psyche, and spirit. Imagery is fast, powerful, costs little or nothing, and gets more and more effective with continued use. That is all I needed to know to keep using imagery, and I still use imagery in my life today. So welcome, Belaruth Napperstack. So happy to have you today. Welcome, Belaruth. I did a little bit of an introduction before we popped on here, so everyone will hear that. But again, I am so happy to have you here on the podcast, and everyone who's read the book knows that you basically are letter I imagery in the book. (laughs) I've always wanted to be a letter I. (laughs) (laughs) I figured you would. Now, I want to tell people how we originally connected And that was through me finding your book, um, Invisible Heroes, Survivors of Trauma and How They Heal, and reading all about all the, you know, the idiosyncrasies, all of the details about trauma, what that looks like, and how to go about healing that. I then found your website, Health Journeys, and bought, uh, well, those, so Belarus and I can see each other right now, everybody else can't, but I bought all of these uh, guided <laughs> meditations, so a meditation to ease grief, guided imagery for post-traumatic stress, guided meditations to help with anxiety and panic, all of these wonderful things. And then the one that really, really um, was fabulous for me was this guided imagery for the three stages of healing trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I met Bella Ruth. It was through her guided imagery and through her book. And I tell this story in, um, in chapter I of the book, but I would play your meditations and guided imageries when I put my son to bed and I just sit in the bathtub alternately, you know, crying and listening, crying and listening. And I heard your voice for years. And now here you are. (laughs) So thank you. I mean, if I could say anything to you, it's just thank you for all of the work you've done to help other people like me heal from these profound trauma and grief experiences. You're very welcome. And I'm honored to be thanked by you. So my first question, I thought, well, what do I want to talk to Bella Ruth about? Of course, all the imagery, but I would love to know why guided imagery works for people who are in the worst place they're in, in probably their entire life, where all, you know, all of the grief reactions, all of the trauma reactions, it's literally hell. It was for me and it is for so many others. What is it? What is it about guided imagery that helps? Well, I'm so glad you asked that because <laughs> I can answer it even. There, you know, the ultimate resolution of grief, which you know, can and usually does take years. We're not talking weeks or months, but ultimately all of us resolve the loss of some huge loss that is devastating by basically incorporating within us the image of the lost loved one. And that 
I mean, there's there are all kinds of fancy psychodynamic words and phrases and and jargon for this, but you don't need it to get it. Everybody gets it. It's when you at some point, um, you, the resolution is the person lives inside of you, and he or she talks to you or or they. <laughs> I'm going to include a bunch of pronouns I didn't used to, but the they'll talk to you um they'll they'll advise you they'll laugh with you they'll laugh at you you're having these dialogues and these connections with this person because somehow you got them from being outside of you to inside and you know it's not the perfect resolution you know they can't hug you um you can't get touch um, and physical connection, but you can get all the rest. And uh, that's what sustains us. And that's what, you know, Joe Biden, our current president, used to say something about there'll come a time when you'll be smiling. I, I forget. It's, it's his standard grief uh, speech to people when when he's tending to them. And that's when the person lives inside of you, and you can have a conversation with them. They are accessible to you night or day at any time. So, and, and so guided imagery is basically the process whereby, and it takes a long time, you basically start helping to build that, maybe a little faster, maybe a little deeper, maybe a little um, more thoroughly. And it's so it's so, sort of like a, a guidance to getting that process well in hand, even if it doesn't feel that way. Right. Well, one of the quotes that you say in Invisible Heroes, I love, because when I read this, I thought, okay, I can keep doing this. And what you wrote is, users can be bone tired, disgusted, depressed, disbelieving, listless, resistant, distracted, mentally disabled, physically unfit, or at death's door, and imagery will still be something they can use because it requires so little of them. Yeah. As soon as I read that, I thought, okay, I can do this because I am all of those things. Yes. So yeah. fabulous. Um, it, it is. It's, it's one of the great gifts it's actually it's also one of the great gifts of a digital experience that you can play when you need to and you don't even have the energy to listen properly but you've got enough energy to press play and to yes. just close your eyes and you know and you can fall asleep and it will impact you so it it yeah, it's it's a very I, I call it the most sort of wide ranging generous technique because it does those things. I I, I forgot that I wrote that line, but I, I like that, that line. I, I know, don't you? <laughs> Such a great line. Now, if I so back in the day, but when Brent died almost eleven years ago, now I got on healthjourneys.com, and you there's an entire library of guided imagery for everything from all of the you know grief, trauma, anxiety to uh, where's the one that I just bought not too long ago? Here, here's one: uh, mastering menopause. Oh yes, <laughs> oh so, yes. I mean. 
There's so much guided imagery. What, uh, right? Uh, is it for grief, trauma, anxiety, and menopause? What are the other categories of oh, guided Lord. imagery that are out there? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And I'm so glad you brought this up because most people, and I just read another description of imagery on some, some website, they, they describe it as going to your happy place. It is so much more than that. I mean, yes, it is going to your happy place if that's what you want to do. And that's a great thing to do. And it does help people change their moods, but um, it can do so much more than that. That's just sort of a baseline. And um, so we had basically, and I did not do this in any particular thorough studied manner. I basically, you know, in my daughter and daughters-in-law got pregnant. I thought I'd make one for pregnancy and childbirth. You know? Oh, okay. And then I had more fun doing that probably than anything because, you know, I knew I, I was thinking about them and my little grandbabies getting, getting baked in the oven. So um, let's see. So there are some things for life cycle events, like, like menopause, like having babies, like experiencing, um, um, either a marriage or or a divorce but just sort of basic lifestyle life cycle events there's and death when you're dying or when you have someone die, a loved one dying and it's not traumatic they're just dying uh so there are those things there are things for medical procedures it's imagery is famously terrific at helping people with medical procedures. So surgery, um, chemotherapy, radiation therapy, dialysis, we have stuff for that. Um, and then there are just sort of lots of physical health conditions, allergies, cancer, um, uh, diabetes. And we have results. I mean, there are, there are solid uh PubMed results that you can pull up showing imagery is effective with these things under these circumstances. And it gets the, the studies get more and more sophisticated and encouraging every year. I'll stop talking now because wow. I can blather on. No, that's fabulous. Well, that's why I have you on because I, I want <laughs> all this information to get out there. Most people, when I do a workshop, they say, okay, what do you mean by imagery? What is that? Like, what, what does that mean? What do I do? How do I do that? And the beautiful thing about your material and your library of imagery is that, as you say, people can lay back, be bone tired, disgusted, out of it completely, and just push the button. Yeah. And you are basically directed to have a daydream, um, a deliberate proactive directed daydream it's different from meditation in the sense that most and when i'm saying meditation it is guided meditation but mindfulness meditation is where you try to detach yourself from from outcome where you're basically trying to say yes this is my experience and i'm just going to breathe it out and try to be present not right now no judgment with guided imagery, it's a little different from that. It's really voting for something with your imagination. So it's, it's 
it sounds like it's the opposite of mindfulness, but it really isn't. I mean, it's under the umbrella of detachment. You can still try to heal yourself from your cancer or make your chemotherapy more comfortable or deal with whatever. So it's very directed and proactive, and it uses all of your senses. It evokes all of this body and sensory memory and you get, and sometimes it can throw in really magnificent little um, hamburger helper sorts of things like um, uh, throwing in mythic figures or archetypal figures, um, universal healing symbols. And it, it's almost like when you do that, when you build that into the narrative, you're you're inviting the whole human race to get into the act, to get behind you, to help you do this thing. And um, so it has many, many devices and, and um, constructs to it that can really make for an astoundingly powerful experience. And people are really kind of sometimes blown away by what can happen, the journey they can go on, that they are capable of being in, um, because it just pings on all the right little depth charges beneath the surface of our very clever psyches. Yes. Now, so most of the folks who listen to this podcast have a grief and or trauma experience. Where should they start? with guided imagery? If they're thinking, okay, maybe I want to give this a try, where do they begin? Do they begin with anxiety and depression? Because that's part of grief, can be part of grief. Where do they begin? Yeah. With trauma especially, and I know you deal with a lot of traumatic loss that your audience has experienced a lot of that. I think it, it, first of all, basic answer is it depends on the person. Some people really want to want to go into an in-depth experience right away, but generally speaking, I don't recommend that at for the outset because it's hard enough. You want to build in some sort of basic comfort with simple relaxation imagery first. So when we we went to Camp Pendleton and did a study with traumatized uh, Marines, and we had three weeks to do it, and they were going back to, I think it was either Iran or Afghanistan, um, we, we basically gave them uh, two two different kinds of imagery. The first was just for basic stress relief. And then after a week or so, by week two, they were doing trauma imagery, the healing trauma imagery. And those two things, be, they having that basis of the stress imagery first or help with sleep imagery first, that really is important. But some people will just want to go dive right into, come on, get. I want the intense experience. I'm ready for it. I'm sick of feeling this way. I don't care if I cry my heart out. Give it to me. <laughs> so that was that's me. What, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. That, but I that, love, so this, um, what I'm holding up right now that folks can't see is the three stages of healing yes. trauma, nine meditations for post-traumatic stress. And there are three awesome cds in here so i don't think i even started with number one i think i jumped right to number two 
Because number one is imagery for protection and support, walking meditation, and imagery for restful sleep, right. as you mentioned. And then we get into easing depression, releasing grief, healing trauma, and then and then affirmation. So talk to us a little bit about where yeah. affirmations fit into all this. Right. Well, it's so funny. I mean, basically, affirmations started out because... We, when we first made these audios, they were cassettes and they were for Time Warner audio books. And they needed a side B for the cassette. I said, side B, side B. I said, I really think I was really into the imagery. But I said, well, I could give you some affirmations, which I thought were sort of a little silly. I mean, I thought this was during the days of when Al Franken was doing I'm nice enough, I'm good enough, and everybody loves me, or something like that. Yes. Which I thought was poignant and hilarious and brilliant, by the way. But I had this sort of um disrespectful attitude towards affirmations. But I, st- I started making them, I tried to make them as much, you know children of the imagery as possible. The I knew that the benefit would be you don't have to be in a deep trance. You don't have to commit a whole lot of time. You can be folding laundry while you're listening. I mean, you can, it's safe enough even to drive. So I thought some people are going to want this. They're going to be too fidgety to sit 20 minutes for some imagery or 15 even. And so but then we get this feedback. It was crazy. I mean, we were always encouraging people, tell us what you like, tell us what you hate. We'll modify stuff. We'll change it. We need to know this stuff. Tell us. So people told us, these. we love the affirmations. <laughs> and I thought, whoa, that's a surprise. Interesting. Side yes. first, right? Side V all the way. Some people just, that was that was the ticket. And then I thought, you know, you just got to be a little more flexible about, you know, whatever works is good and just don't be too rigid. My friend, Kath McCormick, who is a therapist as well and loves your work, she always says, take what you need and leave the rest behind. Yep. Yep. So having a variety, right? Having a variety. Yeah, see, and seeing it, you might be surprised. You may think you like one thing, and you might be completely surprised that something else really hit you right in your sweet spot. You never would have guessed it. Right. Now, okay, the question I've been wondering about for years, and I'm going to ask you because you're here, how did you get started in all this? I mean, you your career has spanned decades. You've written dozens of books. You have this huge library that's all over the nation, the world. How did this start? Well, I think it started, I was just this spacey little kid who, you know, my mother would send me to go get something and I'd never come back because I just got lost in my own inner world. <laughs> so... Um, I always had a great, I was always drawn to what, what really, how can you tap into all this richness on the insides of our minds and bodies that we just don't get enough access to? So, um, and I think the, my first connection with guided imagery was some imagery by a guy named David Illig. Um, he's from the West Coast. I think 
LA area. And it was my 13-year-old son in a bookstore who saw this cassette tape that said, win at sports. And um, he said, he asked me to buy it for him. Oh, I said, okay. And I had been in a workshop because I was very drawn to hypnosis workshops, meditation workshops, and I had been trained on how to do Ericksonian hypnotherapy, which is a very loosey-goosey, imaginative, freewheeling kind of imagery. And uh, anyway, my kid comes downstairs one, maybe three weeks later, and uh, he he said to me, Ma, I think... I think my pitching is better. Um, I'm, ca- I'm, I'm, I'm moving better. I can scoop up grounders. I can do all kinds of things that my flat feet have not allowed me to do. Um, so I said, give me that tape. <laughs> then what's on that tape? I listened to the tape and I realized this David Illy guy is doing this perfect Ericksonian hypnosis routine. And uh, oh. it my son didn't know what the heck was going on. He just knew his game was getting better. Anyway, so and we ended up carrying all we still we have win in sports. He calls it something else now, but it's by David Illig. It took me forever to track him down, but he has a whole bunch of tapes in this style. Um anyway, so that's how I got started. And uh and then I really got pushed into it. I had a big psychotherapy practice. I loved being a therapist. I could have been a therapist forever. Um, I, I was born to be a therapist. But anyways, I'm, um, I get a request from one of my clients to make a tape for her. This is We're still talking cassettes now. This is the 80s. Right. Make a cassette um, for her to get through chemotherapy for breast cancer. And I said, I don't know anything about breast cancer. She, she I don't know. I, 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 I'm a therapist. She right. said, she's very bossy and very determined woman. And so she said, don't worry. I will tell you what to do. <laughs> Just do, you know, I want your voice and I want your, your relaxation in there. So that's what I, I did. She gave me all kinds of clues as to what would make her feel empowered and strong and get her immune system juiced up and fighting cancer. So that's wow. just, yeah, that's how I got started. And then she, and then because she was this very <laughs> determined bossy lady who I loved, by the way, she would run around the Ireland Cancer Center at University Hospitals of Cleveland telling everybody they should listen to her tape. <laughs> She got all kinds of people listening to this tape that was custom made for her. And then ultimately it resulted in a couple of the nurses asking me to make a more generic one for everybody in the waiting room waiting for chemo. Wow. So she, yeah, I had this point person in the chemo room was harassing people into listening to me. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> How people guide us to different things in our personal lives or professional lives that we didn't know existed. Exactly. And and again, it's like, just be open to it. They're coming by a mile a minute. We miss most of them, but you know, so we do true. have these moments of being open and receptive where we can get a great gift if we, if we pay attention. Wow. I love that story. 
I remember her as if this were yesterday. And I'm talking, this was, I don't know, maybe 1988. Maybe. Okay. Oh, so fabulous. Wow. Yeah. And I had a wonder, I mean, I had a parade of clients that then, then, oh, because she also was a blabbermouth, all of her friends were coming in. I want a tape too. Were they they asking specifically for chemotherapy? No, it was a everything, everything, muscular, MS, um, diabetes, Surgery, surgery was a big one because there's so much anxiety yes. for so many people receiving surgery. So that was a big one. And anyway, yeah. And then it just sort of took on a life of its own. Um, the surgery tape got in a study, just last minute got thrown into a big study of audio tapes um, for sur- and surgical outcomes. And it really, the imagery performed really better than most of the other things. And that got around. So to this day, more people buy that surgery tape, or it's not a tape anymore. Right. <laughs> it's so it's audio. now, right, it was tape. I have CDs. It's probably MP3. And how else can people buy oh, it? MP3s are old too. Yeah. No, it's just screaming. So behind the times. <laughs> Just download it from wherever. If I didn't have kids, I'd be a complete ignoramus. But anyway, (laughs) it's it's streaming. It's all streaming. Okay. Wow. Now, on your guided imagery, I don't probably not back in the day in the '80s, but currently there's a musical component in the background of your imagery. So, how did that come to be? And is that how does that fit together? And we're not talking jazz music, right? We're talking, how would you describe the background? Well, it's interesting. It's not your usual meditation music either. I actually, um, Steve Cohn was the fourth composer musician I tried before I found him. Uh, It's sort of, it's almost like the score to a movie, only not quite as, you know, elaborate and complex. Yeah. But, but and it's scored. I mean, the the our audios from the very beginning were scored to music. We had done an early study with HIV patients, also at university hospitals, that showed that when we did the tape without, with just voice or voice plus music, that voice plus music was much more powerful for most people, mm. and that it was a true gift to add that. Um, the only the only caveat being a real musician or m- music lover um, can get, be driven crazy if they hear something. In the, like, why 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 is there? Why did she change key there? That's ridiculous. Oh. You know, or or you know, why would you use a why would you use a a flute there? Uh, you know, so, but if you don't get driven into your left brain by uh, analysis of the music because you are either so love it or you you study it, you do better with music. <laughs> so fascinating. I often wondered about that. Now, for folks who, again, who have not used any type of guided imagery and they're wondering, all right, after this conversation, maybe I'll try it. What would you say the best gifts are? What What are they going to get? They're going to get reduced symptoms of anxiety and depression. They're going to get, what, what are they going to get? Physiologically, what are some of the things that okay. guided imagery does for people? 
Well, one of the um, it because it's a it's a it's a big dose of stress relief. It's going to um, lower cortisol and other uh, stress hormones in the body. It's going to give you much less grief from blood excess blood sugar for the same reason because of those those neurohormones changing um it will lower your blood pressure this is any of them will do this uh but you you I mean you can get one specifically geared for that but you don't necessarily do that you can you can have um you can get many benefits from one basic audio um it will it will remove um compulsive hunger um if you're if you're you know or addiction addictive hunger or addict addictive anything um it reduces that by the way i found an amazing guided imagery audio um by a by a um a psychologist chuck levitin who had died and it's it's a different piece of guided imagery imagery for each of the 12 steps for a 12-step program and oh. it's brilliant it is so good and he's got this creaky voice it's not like anybody's voice you know doing guided imagery he sounds like you know the greatest friendliest regular guy sponsor you could find in an aa program he's just he was just wonderful it took me six years to find it um, and get the rights for it because oh, he had wow. died. His wife had died, and nobody could. I had I had some old tape uh, tapes uh, CDs from him. Anyway, so there, you you can reduce addictive urges of any sort. You can um, you can create more empathy for somebody else using guided imagery specifically for that purpose. Um, you can. Um, clear the road, the hormonal road for getting pregnant if you've been having fertility issues. Um, and I'm not saying it's it's a silver magic bullet every time, but you increase your odds in some and in some cases, the statistics are pretty spectacular. So you name it, it's probably going to help. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't have to. Oh, and you don't have to think it will help for it to help. In other words, you you, you don't have to believe for it to work. Good you can be a skeptical, like I will give this a try because she's making me show up and do this. But <laughs> you know, or you can be. In my case, I mean, so. At wit's end, I, I was throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what would stick. I want all of it. Give it all to me. Let me find all of it and let me see what's going to work. Right. Right. You're very thorough, dedicated, adventurous. <laughs> well, well, it's called social working yourself, right? Right. <laughs> Turn all of that help to others onto yourself to figure it out. Right? Yeah. So, Bella Ruth, before we end, if folks want to find you and your work, either your books, your guided imagery, uh, downloads, or CDs like I have, where can they find your work? Well, um, you you could either it would be easier to Google health journeys than my name for sure. 
<laughs> because health journeys is spelled like a normal couple of words. Um, you can go under my name too, but um, it'll and you'll get a you'll you'll just get a bunch of um, you'll go right to Audible if you do it on Amazon if you look on Amazon, but um, Google will take you there too. So uh, and it'll it'll show the offerings. It'll show how people felt about them, which what helped. You know what what some of the complaints were for people who it for whom it didn't work. I think that's really the best way to do it. Fabulous. Yeah. And are you still creating new imagery or are you done <laughs> and retired now? I am <laughs> so done. <laughs> I am done. I um I think we ended up I, I had produced, I don't know, maybe um, maybe 63 or 64 titles myself, but we also had many, many others. David Illings, the sports guy, and Emmett Millers, and uh, just numerous uh, people. Uh, the kids stuff. Oh, by the way, kids are are just perfect for for guided imagery. They are the naturals. They do it anyway. Yes. That you hardly need any guidance, but they can um, anyway. So we, we we ended up, it was fun, actually, for me to produce other people's work. Um, and my voice was getting creaky like this, so it was time for me to fold up, <laughs> fold up my toolkit. Well, I appreciate your massive toolkit that will live on and on and on into the decades and help so many people. And I appreciate you helping me and coming out of retirement for two seconds to <laughs> chat with us on the podcast. <laughs> with you anytime. You're a pleasure and a delight. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much, Bella Ruth. A to Z Healing Toolbox offers professional trainings, live and virtual workshops, podcast interviews, healing guidebooks, speaking engagements at conferences nationwide, small group virtual support, and solo sessions individually tailored to meet your unique needs. Books can be found on the A to Z Healing Toolbox website, on Amazon, at Barnes & Noble, and your local bookstore. If you would like to connect with Susan and join a small group for virtual support or schedule a solo session, please contact Susan at a to z healingtoolbox.com. I'm Laura Worcester, host of the Intuitive Life Podcast. As an intuitive medium and teacher working with the world of spirit, I love to share the peace that comes with the awareness that our departed loved ones are still with us. And I also love to help people explore what it means to live an intuitively led life. Start listening now on mindbodyspirit.fm or wherever you get your podcasts.